Travel Writer Show on J Air 88 FM in Melbourne. I've been to Bali, I've been to Bali too. Took a two-week course at a suntan clinic. So lying round leggy and I wouldn't look anemic and you can't impress me because I've been to Bali too. was Redgum with I've Been to Bali Too, an old favourite. Our Bali correspondent, Suzanne Hart, got in touch with news that the very patient authorities in Bali were becoming frustrated by the behaviour of foreign visitors, particularly the Russians. They publicly paraded some of them and deported them over recent weeks, Suzanne tells Graham Kemlow. And Aussies should pay attention too, because they are among some visitors criticised for not wearing protective clothing on motor scooters. Suzanne explains that it could mean visas on arrival are withdrawn for certain countries. So Suzanne, it's lovely to hear from you again, all the way up there in beautiful Bali. Correct me if I'm wrong, 
I get the sense that the Balinese are very patient, very tolerant, but there comes a point where we stretch the elastic band just one stretch too far. Yeah, you're absolutely spot on. Absolutely spot on, Graeme. Hello, always lovely to talk to you from my beautiful home in Bali. You know, you're absolutely right, Graeme, because so many of us who live here have been talking just recently about how badly behaved so many of the tourists are as we come out of COVID. But, you know, it's easy for, you know, expats to kind of be grumpy old things and sit around over our favourite coffees and whinge and carry on about the traffic being so much busier and there's so many tourists here and blah, blah, and isn't our life just so much of an inconvenience. But what's been happening since, and it's really, it's a direct result, in my opinion, it's a direct result of what's happened through COVID. So the, the Balinese are incredibly patient and very tolerant of our really bad behaviour in a lot of cases. We've all seen it. We've seen it, I know, recently on Australian news. of people. We always see people badly behaved in Cuda, at schoolies, growing up being really badly behaved. But over COVID, it felt like things just were magnified. Right. The Australians, as we know, were not able to come to Bali, but the Russians were the number one visa holders at the time. And people were coming here, not just the Russians, of course, but there were plenty of people coming here and taking advantage of the fact that Indonesia said, you can take this visa come here, look, it's good for all of us, yeah? It's good for the economy, it's good for the local suppliers. It's just now seemed to have taken a life of its own and spiralled into a situation that is really, in some cases, quite scary and certainly detrimental to the Balinese culture and way of life and generally for the feeling of how relaxed and laid back that this island generally is known for. So what's happened is that there are an enormous number of people who are here on the island now for lots of different reasons, many of them, and believe me when I say this very loudly, this is not a racist or a bigoted comment from my point of view this is actually fact the number one tourist holders the visa holders here are still the russians and the ukrainians and we have a lot of ukrainians here as well i my ignorance i would not know the difference between the languages so i wouldn't understand the difference it doesn't matter what country you come from the fact that if you come here and you break the rules then the balinese have had enough so this has been in the works for a considerable amount of time. Anyone paying attention? Is anybody seeing what's actually happening here? Mm. The way that the tourists are riding scooters, not I'm not talking about a small scooter, a quite powerful scooter with no helmet, no shirt, no shoes, behaving badly, drinking, carrying on to the extreme, basically getting away with whatever it is that they can get away with with no respect to the local people. The other thing that has become now the number one target, it appears, because it's all over our social media here, is people working illegally. So it's it's against the rules, it's against the law on a tourist visa or the majority of visas available here in Indonesia to work So work as paid work, work as a coach, 
work as a yoga teacher, a photographer, work in a charity organisation that you're not being paid for and receive money. It is well known and well documented that this is in breach of a visa. Right. So this is now out of control and they're clamping down on that hard. So what jobs are they getting? It wouldn't be too hard to pick a Russian accent behind the bar or whatever, would it? Yeah, so these are people who are taking advantage of... So it could be a yoga teacher, for example. Right. It could be... Uh, there's plenty of life coaches in Bali. That's a surprise, Graham. Right. There's plenty of people running and offering retreats. And what they've done up until this point is on social media. So they've advertised their services and what they do. And it could be anything. I I saw on this one particular site who's naming and shaming people, rightly or wrongly, there's somebody who's a, a vet, a Russian vet, and she looks like a nice girl. She's just decided that she can offer this as a service to people and they can bring their animals to her. There were, and here's an interesting one for you, three women were deported last week or this last week for prostitution. So they weren't here to do the ironing after all. They weren't here to do the ironing after all. So these these are, and these are Russian foreign nationals. They are paraded, anybody is paraded who's deported is paraded at a press conference. So literally to show people that this is what's going to happen to you. Yeah, their their country of origin is put up there and they're literally put on the next plane and sent out of here. So it's been extraordinary. And unfortunately now what's happening is that all of this, if people can, they're going to Telegram, which is not an app that we use in our part of the world, but it is widely used amongst the Russian community. And it's pretty hard to to get through apparently so they're closing down their networks but they're networking amongst themselves so they're basically selling their services and whatever it is that that they can provide for payment within their own networks they're not they're not working behind a bar the russian women would be here to service russian men is that what you're saying that's absolutely right okay yeah so um are there are there lots of oligarchs or people with expensive tastes and money to burn who are buying properties there or what, what do they go yes. to a hotel what do they do yeah it it certainly uh is turning out that way we have a very quite a large apartment apartment studio apartments i think there might be some sort of hotel rooms attached to it but my understanding is it's mostly apartment lifestyle that's happening here on the beach in sanoa it's the first the first of its kind, I'm sure it won't be the last, that is owned, I say that a bit loosely, investment company that is owned by a Russian-owned. So there is serious money being invested in land, in real estate. People people are building massive properties. There's, I, I don't go to Changu because for me I feel like it's another country. People used to talk about how bad Kuda was all those yeah, years ago yeah. and I feel like Changu is the cashed up, may I say this, the cashed up Bogans part of this island now, which is so incredibly disappointing disappointing. to see. Yeah. And I I also saw here, I think on television news, that they were clamping down on Aussies who were uh, not wearing the helmets and things on the road. Uh, Are any Aussies being deported or what happens with them? 
Oh, this exactly the same thing. And, you know, there's, of course, there's a lot of chatter on uh, a lot of posts on social media. Some people are just being flat out racist and bigoted towards the Russians. Unfortunately, the Russians that are the loudest and the most vocal are the ones who are causing the rest of their countrymen and women a really, you know, a hard time because they're so, they're being so, it's a bit like Australian bogans, isn't it? Mm. You know, they're the ones that are loud, they're obnoxious. We turn around and look at them and think, how dare you speak to people so disrespectfully? It doesn't matter at the moment. It does not matter which country you come from. If you are not doing the right thing and you're breaking the law, then you will be deported. Mm. So there was an Australian woman whose video, (laughs) the video of her having a go at three policemen when she was stopped for not wearing a helmet in Canggu. Just Australian, she all she could say was, "I've lived here for twenty three years, and how dare you? How dare you pick me up and and um, and now you're going to make me pay a fine?" She her ranting and raving was unbelievable. Entitled, and yeah, absolutely entitled. Mm. And of course, that went viral. And so it's all nationalities. It just mm. so happens to be that the major offenders and and this is statistically the major offenders are Russians who are here um, I guess trying to make some money trying to support themselves and while they're away from their country yeah well you wouldn't necessarily want to be in Russia right now or Ukraine no but didn't the governor lay it out in plain and uncertain terms that the Russians would be deported you're not just saying this it's been on TV, hasn't it? Yeah, that's correct. So our governor here in Bali uh, made quite some statements that have had quite an impact across, well, certainly I've seen it in us on the reported in Australian media. First of all, it was about foreigners will no longer and tourists will no longer be allowed to hire scooters in Bali, that everything has to go through a travel agent. But what it will mean is that the days of just being able to pull up on the side of the road, grab a scooter, forget about the helmet, I don't need a helmet, um, I don't need to show my international driver's licence, I don't need to worry about any of that. I mean, Graham, I don't know about the last time you ever tried to hire a car in Australia, but gee... (laughs) <laughs> you know, you go through, you, oh, you, you, you have to provide a, a lot of paperwork. Yeah, yeah. why yeah, should it be any so, different up there? I, I can't imagine how it could be. That's exactly right. So, look, it, it's just, it's got a little bit slack. Here we are post-pandemic. Everyone's level of excitement was so high because people are coming back and now suddenly everyone's earning money. Yep. And that, of course, has has just seen this you know all of this activity unfold that's essentially in breach of people's visas and illegal riding a scooter without a helmet has always been against the law but Mm. people don't care and they don't want to mess up their hair or they don't (laughs) want to look uncool Mm. so as to wearing no clothes as in you know, guys with no shirts on and the girls with their bikinis on is just disrespectful. No shoes is uh, just stupid because if you have to stop in a hurry on a scooter, you lose the sole of your feet. The governor also made a comment that he has made a recommendation to the Indonesian government that visa on arrivals should be banned for Russian and Ukrainian citizens. Thank you so much uh, for your fulsome report, Suzanne. As always, great to chat with you. That's a great pleasure, Graham. You take good care home there in Melbourne. Suzanne Hart, reporting from the island of Bali, where she now lives as a retiree.